We are reading from the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse 19. Soma Joshua esure soka kanyira ka 19. Well, let us begin with 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and be of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Since enkuragide, damu amani gumomoyo. Totianga so teweka anganga. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, Pass through the host and command the people saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days ye shall pass over this Jordan to go into in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. Yosua na yoka aragira abami na abami baba antunga yogeranti. Mwite wakati mwusisira mwuragire abantunga mwogeranti. Mwete rekere emere kubanga enakwe satunga tezinaita muge ndokusomuko muga guno yordani oku ingira oku jensi mkama katonda wa mwe java wa oku jiria. Then verse 16. And they answered Joshua saying, All that thou commandest us we will do, and with, with the soever thou sendest us we will go, according as we hearkened unto Moses in all things. So, we, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. Nevadamu yoswa ngabuo geranti. Bionavi otu la gide tulivikora. Elaburi jono tutumanga tunagendanga. Ngabuwe tuawuriranga musa morigambo biona. Nawe tunakuuriranga uwechitio. Choka mkama katonda we arena we ngabu ya rine musa. Amen. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Heavenly Father, as we continue from this thought that we had last Sunday, may continue to speak and to guide us. I just surrender myself to you. Have your way, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. We are sharing what we called as he was with Moses. You see, the Lord told Joshua that he was going to be with him the way he was with Moses. Amen? Amen. Now, the people who uh, were serving with Moses all who were serving, uh, who were given to serve under Joshua, they are the ones who said, we will obey. Whatever thing you command us to do, where you send us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses. In all things. 
Praise God. So that we are we are sharing on the voice of the people. The officers that we are serving with Joshua who had served with Moses their concern was we want to see the way God was with Moses we want to see him with you and then we will obey praise God uh, there is a lot to learn here in this scripture. One, God to tell Joshua that he was to be with him the way he was with Moses. In itself alone is a great uh, phenomenon. Moses was a very special man. There are vessels that we are chosen in such a way for very special purposes and for very special moments that even when they were born the heavens declared that a greater gift is born on the earth. Praise God. Last Sunday I told you, just like your sisters, they don't have same brilliance. They don't have same glory. Some are greater than others. So we are also stars. I'm also star. You are also star. But I can't shine like these people. I can go compare with myself, myself with Paul. In all those great stars. Amen. Amen. So was Moses. You remember when uh, uh, Miriam, his uh, sister, and Aaron criticized his marriage. Whether they were right or not, but look at the tone that God used to rebuke them. He told them, when there is a prophet among you, I will talk to him in dreams and visions. But with my servant Moses, it is not so. I speak to him lip to ear. In in other words, even the way God speaks to Moses, it is on a higher level the way he speaks to others. Praise God. In other words, there is such a degree of respect that I I also give him. How dare you not fear? Not to fear him. 
If I do fear him or respect him, God does not fear a person. Fear means respect. Uh, respecting. If I do respect him to some level, if I'm, when I'm speaking to him, the level to which I speak to him is uh, higher than the How did you dare even uh, not to respect him? Isn't that something? Praise God. But now look. He tells Joshua. Just one of the people in the congregation. Who followed closely and earnestly to the ministry. He picks him to replace Moses. And he tells him. I will be with you. The way I was with Moses. So. No Rachel. The other thing to learn from here is after major messenger like that is gone. After a major messenger like that is gone. God has a ministry that he chooses to replace his position. And he tells them, he tells the ministry, the way I was with him is the way I will be with you. You may not be a prophet like Moses. You were not born under sign like Moses. Not born under the pillar of fire. Like Moses. But you have followed faithfully. And God chooses you. And to take all on. With a ministry. And his promises the way I was with Moses. It is the way I will be with you. Today, there is a big controversy around the world, the Western world. Some people uh, have a mental a thinking. Who can preach this message? It was preached by Malachi 4. It's on tapes and books. Who are you to preach it? I am a Joshua. And Joshua. I, I, I may not be a prophet like Moses. Born special like him. Born under pure fire like him. So was Joshua. Joshua wasn't. Praise God. But God chose him. And said my servant Moses is dead. You're going to take over. You're going to lead these people. And the way I was with him. So will I be with you. 
So who is Joshua today? Joshua is the fivefold minister. God is raising men all over the world with a calling upon their lives to take over and preach this message. And the same pillar of fire is to accompany and to guide them the way he was with Moses. Praise God. Now, I going back uh, one of these days I'm planning to start preaching to take a, a series on seven church ages. There is a time I preached it for and it took me a whole year. So I want to take it again. Uh, there are many new members that need that teaching. Not only them, but even us, the old ones. Because when you see people leaving the message, and doubting the message, it's because they are never taught. They lack the knowledge of the word. But if you have the knowledge of the word, there is no way you can leave this message. No way. There is no way you can doubt the ministry of the end time. There is no way you can doubt Brother Branham to be the messenger of this age. Or the star. That uh, the bride must follow leading them to Jesus Christ. If it is not William Branham, it has to be someone. But there has to be someone to fulfill that that place. There is that ministry that must be in the end time preparing the church for the rapture. That ministry has to be there. If it is not William Branham, Branham, tell us who it is. There has to be a ministry. Because it is clearly promised in the Bible. Very, very clearly. I will send you Elijah the prophet. Before the great and dreadful day. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children to the fathers. Lest I come and smile the earth with a curse. In other words, before the flood came, there was a, a Noah. Lest I come and smell the entire earth with a curse, I will send Noah to make a preparation. Now, before the great and dreadful day comes, I will send Elijah 
the prophet. And when Elijah comes, he restores the heart of the children to the fathers. I have taught it here before that the heart of the fathers to the children listen he has to uh, that scripture, that promise in Malachi 4-5 has two uh, sections. The first part he first tells to restore the heart of the fathers to the children. Children is a future. Is, 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 is in front. That is children. Children come after. So, that's the first role of Elijah. According to Malachi 4.5. Now, that was John the Baptist. The scripture clearly says that the spirit of Elijah was upon John the Baptist to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. Now, the children at that time of John, you see, John comes in a, in a space between the Old and the New Testament. So, the children are, is the New Testament that was about to be born. The book of Acts. The church that was about to be born. Amen. Amen. There was uh, the Jewish Orthodox religion that was there. Amen. Amen. But now there was a church that was going to be born. It was going to be very different. They were going to worship very differently. And a lot of changes. No more circumcision of the flesh. But the receiving of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. No more Sabbath. Observation of Sabbath. As a day. But entering into the spiritual Sabbath which is a rest. The spiritual rest that you receive when you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. No more sacrifices. There is no more sacrifices of animals giving animals and the high priest giving blood for the rest of the people. No! The sacrifice now is one and it is forever. That is the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen! No one man representing the rest that a high priest goes in the veil behind the veil to offer blood upon the seat for all the people and he goes to the golden port of manna. And, and he 
test seat for everyone. No. When Jesus died, the veil tore. Meaning all of you now. You are welcome to enter into the hall of holies and experience the glory of God. The Shekinah glory. The manna. And the, the, the master seat is open to every one of you. Not one man representing the rest. So that was something new. No wonder God had said in the book of Joel that it shall come to pass. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. That was a very special promise. Because before that, the Holy Spirit came upon the prophet and the anointed king like David. And the judge, those special men those special people but now it is to all flesh praise God now there was going to be a change of the order of worship and God does not want to shock people to surprise people he prepares them Amen. Brother Bram said that it's like when a, a parent is going to remove the light or oh. to switch on the light. He prepares the child. Junior don't get scared. I'm going to put off the light. Oh, I'm going to put on the light. Huh? He prepares the child. God is like that. So when he's going to change things, he prepares. So he sends a light to the prophet. That was John the Baptist. To prepare the hearts of the fathers about the new generation of worshippers about the church that was going to be born. He said, I'm a voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the ways of the Lord. Amen. Amen. He's coming. I am not him. He's greater than me. I'm not even worthy to, to tie his shoelaces. He shall make every valley fill up. And he shall bring every mountain down. Repent ye. Uh, the, the axe is upon every tree that bears no fruit shall be held down. His ministry was preparing the world for the coming Messiah. And then there are those who heard him. And the spirit of God touched them. And they followed. 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 Until the day when Jesus showed up on River Jordan. Amen. Amen. And the one who had sent him 
the one who the one who had sent John he told him the man that you'll baptize and the Holy Spirit comes upon him like a dove and abides on him he is the one so that day when Jesus was baptized came out of the water and the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove and a voice spoke from the sky this is my beloved son in whom I'm pleased and then John realized this is the one he was sent for a and he declared behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world Amen Amen. Amen. And the Bible says many of John's disciples they never followed him again. Why? From that moment they followed Jesus. Those were the people whom the ministry had prepared. Amen. Those who missed the ministry of John, they missed Jesus when he came. They were caught unaware. And they found fault instead. They found fault in him. He's breaking Sabbath. He said, the son of man is the Lord of Sabbaths. For them, they were finding fault. You see, because they were not prepared. They didn't have a revelation of who he was. They they missed the the ministry that was to prepare them for him. But the people who were prepared, they faithfully followed him. They knew he is the Lord of the Sabbath. He's everything. And whatever you tell them, they will follow. It is God speaking. They had a hundred percent faith and confidence in his words. But those who were not prepared, they remained observing and respecting the traditions of their fathers of the elders than the word of the Lord. And those are the people who crucified the revealed word. The people who crucified him. Now the other part of Elijah turning the heart of the children to the fathers. I don't want these words to confuse you. The time I've been in the ministry, I've come to, uh, to, 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 to know that many people, they don't listen. They just sit in the church and their words, are, their minds are wandering and the word is like algebra to them. And if you ask them what has been said, you realize they have been absent. The absent-minded. 
So, I don't want these words to confuse you. He would turn the heart of the fathers to the children. Let's read that scripture. I had no intention to delve very much there. But I feel each time to make the church rooted in the doctrine. Malachi 4.5 Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Meaning he will be forerunning that day. Did John forerun the great and dreadful day? No. He forerun a day of joy. The birth of Jesus was the singing was joy to the world. The Savior is born. Amen. Amen. It wasn't dreadful. No, it was a day of joy. But before that great and dreadful day came, it shall be forerun by Elijah. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. Remember the heart. Not the hearts. It's the heart, one heart. Fathers having one heart. Amen. What does that mean? It means the faith. When faith, when God, when baptism, united in faith, unity of faith, unity of hope, unity of purpose, unity of aim, he will turn the heart of the fathers to the children and, and the heart of the children to their fathers lest I come and smite the earth with a curse end of Old Testament he will restore the heart of the children to the father, to their fathers. Now, at one point, someone is a child, and at another point, he's a father, right? At one point, I was a child. But today, I'm a father. Now, the New Testament church that was going to be born in the time of John at that time it was the children and the fathers were the Old Testament church 
And John comes in between to connect the two. Amen. Amen. But after 2,000 years, what was the children then? After 2,000 years, they are the fathers. Amen. Amen. The New Testament church, the first church of Jesus Christ, the book of Acts church, after 2,000 years, it is the fathers now. Now the heart of the children, remember it's not hearts, but the heart. The heart. The heart of Catholics is in in Rome. Is on Pope. What Pope tells us we shall do. We shall follow. If the Pope Pope can allow the the, 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 the priest to marry they say we shall marry. Their heart is in Rome. The heart Pentecost, it is on prosperity. That is the heart of Pentecost. We are going to eat the world. We are going to eat the world. We are going to move from one level to another. That's their heart. The heart of the Pentecostals is not unto repentance. All preparing to go to heaven. It's unto eating the world. That's why any someone they preach prosperity to grow up or to move from one level to another. Even we do us and we have a blessing of prosperity. We have that anointing of prosperity. But our heart is not unto that. Amen. For that Jesus said that they will be added unto us. They will seek him first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then those others shall be added to you. You can't work with God and you get ashamed. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, God is my shepherd. I won't need anything. If I'm working with Jesus, I work with a good shepherd. He cares for me. For my body to be healthy. For my job to be blessed. For my business to prosper. He will take care of me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. All I need is to put my eyes on the shepherd and walk with him hand in hand. I cannot take 20 20 days of fasting. 40 days. God protect me. And I'm praying for for protection. 
if I'm walking with Jesus, how can I lack protection when he is the refuge? He is the defense. The name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. If I'm walking with him, I am safe. I cannot take days of fasting that I'm fasting for God to give me money. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack want. I shall not want. I shall not lack. Praise God. But I can fast for a closer walk with God. I want to have a more closer walk with God. Amen. Look at people like Joseph. Look at people like Abraham and Isaac. They prospered. The Bible says whatever thing they did was prosperous. Joseph is even in prison. And even a prison where they have put him is prosperous. You just have to put somewhere you have just have to put Joseph somewhere. I believe even the pit where they threw him. It became fertile. When they took him to Potiphar's house. Potiphar prospered. Until he made him to be the overlord of all his servants. He said I put everything under your dominion. Apart from my wife. Any other thing. Is under you. Because. You are an agent of prosperity. In my house. When he got a problem in that house because of the woman who converted him, he was put in prison. The Bible says even the prison prospered. The cows in that prison farm. Prison farm. The cows were producing double, 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 double. They were multiplying very fast. The cabbages. They were putting two heads. They were so prosperous. Why? The son of prosperity is in that place. And the presence of the Lord is with him. When they put him from prison to the prime minister. Look at that blessing. From prison to be the prime minister. Can you imagine? Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, it doesn't matter where, which level you are and which level you are going. In one night, you can move from where you are to a billionaire. From prison to the highest office in the land. And Egypt prospered. Do you see Joseph praying for and fasting for money 
He was only careful to walk with the Lord. And not to offend him. Closer walk with God. And as long as he walked with God. The blessings of the Lord followed him. Here. Here. Here we rarely preach about prosperity. We rarely preach about that. Our preachings is always is on devotion. Commitment to the Lord. Surrender to the Lord. To know the Lord. To understand the word of God. To walk with him. To obey the word. But as we do that, Amen. Our our parking is uh, parking here can never be enough. And we can never have enough parking. We can never have enough parking. We are prosperous people. We are blessed people. I've seen people come here in this church. Very humble people. And in a moment the Lord starts promoting them, promoting them, promoting them, blessing them, blessing them. Here we don't have these things of people every time falling because of being possessed by evil spirits. Every time we are praying for them, they are falling falling. What kind of evil spirits are those that can't leave you? Every Sunday, deliverance. Again, 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 When the word of God enters in your life, she could disconnect It just disconnects you automatically. Amen. And all things that bind. You have to pray and bind this and break the other one. You break the other covenants of your forefathers. No, we go to prayer mountain. Weeks, two weeks. Break this, I bind this, this. I also bind this. I also break this. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen! Bible That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that you shall be blessed. You shall continue to abide You shall be blessed more than all other nations. You shall be raised. You become the head of the tails. Hallelujah! Amen. Your enemy, they shall come to attack you in one way. In seven ways. Amen. In taking seven ways when they are running away from you. Why? Bible says. Uh, what, is, what is that that is with you, Israel? The Bible says that when the mountains saw you, 
jumped like lambs. Now listen. When the mountains saw Israel coming, the mountains were in the way of Israel. They just jumped to give way. The Bible says that when the Red Sea, when it saw the eyes of God, God looked into the Red Sea. The Red Sea just gave way. Why? Because Israel was not alone. They were walking with the badge of fire. They were walking with God. Now, do you see the disciples of Jesus Christ praying and fasting for, for riches to prosper that I want to go to America you even fast for marriage the man who is going to marry even may give you a whips huh? hmm. Okay. Did your grandfather or grandmother fast, fast in order to get married? Amen. How many days did your grandmother fast to marry your grandfather? And you go hungry. That you are seeking marriage. No. Neda. Walk with God. Amen. It is the will of God for you to marry. Walk with God. He will give you another son of his that is walking with him. You didn't need to fast. Amen. Only walk with God. Okay, let's uh, set a bit. He will turn the heart. He will turn the heart. Our heart is a turned heart. Is a what? Is a turned heart. To what? To our fathers. Our original Pentecostal fathers. To the book of Acts Pentecostal fathers. That's where our heart is done. Who has done it? Elijah promised. He has turned our hearts to our fathers. Brother, sister, you may, you may not realize, but there is a big change in your life. You are very different. Very different. I know you don't believe what I'm telling you. But you are different so you are different from Pentecostal denominational people. 
you are different from uh, Anglicans, denominations, Baptists, you are very different. You may not realize, but you are, you are very different. Brother, even when you feel weak, you are still a weak eco. Hallelujah. Amen. I'd rather be a weak ego than a strong chicken. Praise God. Amen. You are very different. Your heart has been turned. Praise God. Amen. You think different. Your aims are different. You are Christian. Your Christian aims are different. Your church aims, your church aims are different. You are not coming for a holy man to touch you and impart blessings of prosperity. You are coming for you to have a more closer walk with Jesus. And the word of God is here to give you a more closer walk with Jesus. And once you have that closer walk with Jesus, the blessings are automatically on you. Listen. The Bible tells us these signs shall follow them that believe. The Bible doesn't say that they shall follow pastors. No. They shall follow what? How many believers here can show your hands now? Now, the Bible says that there, those same people shall evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Even if they take any poison, it won't harm them. They shall hold the snakes and even if they bite them, their poison shall not have any effect on the life of a believer because in him or her there is the life of Jesus Christ. The life that is eternal. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, for us, we are here. Just to yeah, call a deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. We are here just to deliver people for deliverance services. Deliver them from demons. Deliver them from from ancestral spirits. Deliver them from witchcraft. Deliver them from from witega. Deliver them from from matalo. Deliver them. Deliver deliver. 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 That you have some things which are following you. In regard to what they call yeah. them, those things which normally come following, what do they call them? Praise be to God. The Bible says that no witch could have unto Israel. 
But what he saw, of course he had to speak it. He said that you see your God. Their God is in their midst. Their God is in their midst. He's like a buffalo. Who can cast Israel? There is no witchcraft unto Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he was seeing. Now even you, we as the church, God is in our midst. Hallelujah. Amen. Now who can abuse you? Now where can that curse pass to enter you? Jesus became a curse on your behalf. He became a curse. Uh, on my behalf he became the cast now me I'm not a cast person among the cast please forget about me if you are counting the cast people please count ye others not me me am a blessed person surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life I'm not a cast person. I'm a hair. Unto that which Jesus Christ died for on the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, Elijah the prophet was to come now to prepare the bride for the coming of the Lord. Just as John the Baptist had to point to him and say, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. God had to send Elijah the prophet today to prepare people. Amen. Amen. To turn our hearts to the, to our, to the hearts of our fathers. That when Jesus comes, Amen. Amen. There is a bride prepared. And I'm so glad that by his grace he has called me to be one of the children of the end time whose heart is restored. God sent a prophet. Listen to this. Since the world began since the sun began to shine, the Gentile world has never had a prophet. We are not talking about someone with the gift of prophecy. We are talking about a prophet. We are talking about a prophet like Elijah. Like Moses. Like Isaiah. Like Jeremiah. The Gentile world. And see, Amerika. 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 Amer
America, Europe, America, Europe Asia, Asia, Africa, Africa the Gentile world has never had a prophet. Amen. You may not understand what I'm saying. It may be above your understanding. But William Marion Branham is the first major prophet among the Gentiles. Amen. A real world prophet. Listen, this Bible was written by prophets because the word of God comes to the the Bible is not a man's wisdom. No. The Bible is the word of God. And God uses man. And the many uses are prophets. Because the word of God comes to the prophet. So, those prophets are called the mouthpiece of God. A prophet is a mouthpiece of God. So, they are the ones who wrote this Bible. No wonder there is no gentile who ever wrote any letter in this Bible. Because since the world began, the Gentile world has never had a prophet. So there is no sentence here written by a Gentile. But before the great and dreadful day, God sends a prophet among the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Amen. To reveal the Bible and to restore the word of God in its right condition. Why? Because for 2,000 years, for 2,000 years, God closed the doors of his people, the Jews. The Bible says he, he's, he put blindness upon them for our sake. Because in the program of God, he never deals with the Jews and the Gentiles at the same time. When he was with the Jews, the Gentiles were cut off. But one day, he closed the Jews. Why? That we may also be saved. So he had to close that door. He had to blind their eyes. So that we can see. Praise God. And for 2,000 years, the Holy Spirit has been working among the Gentiles. When God wanted to save the whole world, He caused the brothers of Joseph to hate him. God caused that. Who caused that? It was God. Because God had already said, 
that your seed will sojourn in a strange land. And for 400 years. So, it was God's plan that the children of Israel they go to Egypt. And when that in Egypt, God was to save the whole world because of the famine that was coming upon the earth. And then he caused his brothers to hate him, to have jealousy over him, so that they can sell him to Egypt. Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is Joseph. The Holy Spirit is Joseph. He must save the whole world. He must save the whole world. And before the whole world is saved, his brothers, they had to reject him. And when they rejected him, when they rejected the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit came and started inspiring Gentiles. Paul and Barabbas went to the city. They went to their synagogue and they preached. The Jews hated them. The Bible says that the Gentiles loved them. Let's go in the service when these ones are not there. In Acts around chapter 13, you prepare a service when the Jews are not there. You organize for some evening service when they have left. We also want to hear your words. Now the Jews they tried to inquire they listened and they were I mean the Gentiles they believed but now the Jews uh, the Jews stand and see so, a big group following Paul and Barnabas so a very big group following Paul and Barnabas they have won that chief they have won that one they have won that one they got jealousy and started persecuting them. You see the Holy Spirit beginning to deal with the the Gentiles. They started persecuting Paul and Barnabas. Paul stood among them and said it was needful that we first speak to you but as the way it is that the word of God has not found press in you now we have turned unto the Gentiles because it was written that I will rise in David a seed and in that seed all nations shall be saved. Now we have left you we have turned to the Gentiles and when he declared that now the padlock was locked unto the Jews in heaven remember what you buy on earth bound in heaven when they declared that on earth God closed the padlock in heaven he closed the door for the Gentiles I mean for the Jews now he continued to ask the Gentiles now for the 2000 years 
been working in Amidist, Yusufu, Joseph, in Egypt, Awonya. Saving, blessing, revival after revivals, revival after revival, seven church agents, seven, seven Pentecostal feasts. Among us, the Gentile. Hallelujah. Amen. He served me. Yandokola. He came in now. We who worshipped idols and evil spirits. We worshipped the Jaja. We worshipped the fathers, our forefathers. We who had no hope. We who were blind. Worshipping our rivers and trees and idols. Worshipping the dead. But he came to us and opened our eyes. He chose us and said that now we are his children. We are filled with the Holy Ghost. The blessings of God are enough. We have a revelation. Praise God. Amen. He is here. He is here serving lives. But the Bible says about the ending of the Gentile dispensation. The Bible says that uh, up to the end of the Gentile dispensation. Uh, the days of the Gentiles are not infinite. They have an end. And by, uh, as I'm speaking, those days are over. Now the Holy Spirit they started touching the Jews. They started touching them. We are looking for the Messiah. They are saying that we are looking for the Messiah. We are looking for the Messiah. We are preparing for the Messiah. Oh, Messiah, Messiah. What is on their heart is Messiah. They have been moving from all over the world for the last more than 50 years. They are going back to Israel. They need big investments. Big banks, big businesses. They are going back home to wait for the Messiah. What is that? The Gentile dispensations are bad over. But the Bible that was written only by the Jews by the Jewish prophets when it came this way among the Gentiles it was distorted and, and, and confused. And the faith was destroyed and hybrid with so many ideas until the, the Gentiles when they begin to worship God instead of one they see three the Jews the Peter the Paul the Johns when Jesus told them baptizing them in the name of the Father What's the problem with that brother? In the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. They baptized in the name of Jesus. They saw one. Amen. Amen. That's a true believer. 
when three angels came to Abraham he said my lord when the two angels went to lot the backslider the lukewarm believer he said my lord a true believer will never see plural in God even if they come a hundred looking like God he will say my Lord because it cannot be one more than one and truly among the three angels one was God the other ones were angels but Lord, he said, my Lord, you read that scripture. So, the one God of the Jews, when he came to the Gentiles, they cut him into three. And they called him Holy Trinity. The word Trinity that does not appear anywhere in the Bible. You check the Bible and give me the word where it says Trinity. That is paganism. Catholic paganism. Amen. And then we are taught what is a Trinity? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Is the Father is God? Is the Son God? Yes. The Son is God exactly like His Father. And then the Holy Spirit is also God. Then are there three gods? God is one, but it is the passions which are three, which unite in one God that is called, that is called Holy Trinity. You, re, uh, you studied the Catechism. That is the son God. Truly, the son is a God like the Father. Is the Holy Spirit yeah, God? Yes, the Holy Spirit is God. Now, uh, now the God is three. It's the Catechism teaching. Now here we are studying ne, what they ne, teach. Da. No, the God is one. But the persons, they are the ones who are three, who unite in one God. Called the Holy Trinity. Now, if the Father is God, and the Son surely is God like the Father. The Son is also the God like the Father. God the Father. That the Son is also God like His Father. And also the Holy Spirit is God. Now, they unite in one of course they are even they become four me who studied mathematics those are automatically four the three have united in one uh, uh, set that one is a Gentile teaching Hallelujah. amen 
That's the Gentiles. Christianity. Now of Christian. The Bible faith has been rendered into that kind of stuff. For the time it has been in, in the Gentile world. That is what it has suffered here. And where they began with baptism in Jesus' name. Now among the Gentiles. From the Catholic to the Pentecostal. From the Catholic to the Pentecostal. They are baptizing in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And praying in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Do you know even Pentecostals today they pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? They think if they if they they call more gods, the front will be more strong. But the Bible says. There is only one name that was given among men wherein we can be saved. That is the name of Jesus. And it adds and whatsoever you shall do in word or deed do all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Katonda I don't know how they call it in, in Uganda, but in Nyangwe, they know how they call it to different groups to unite, to unite against one uh, thing. Now, these people also think that if they the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to unite against the devil. Stand <laughs> Satan does not fear Satan. He fears just one name. The name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that the Philistine cast David in the names of his gods. Now also David told him, Now see, you are coming to me in with a spear and sword. You have the shield. But I have come in the name of the Lord of Israel. Are you whom you have blasphemed today? Are the children of Israel call upon one God? But the Gentiles call many gods. That's a pagan uh, thinking. Praise God. So, so when the Bible came to the Gentiles, it suffered for all those years. It suffered. And they made some RIE in it. Christian religion, Christian. So, 
which is very different from the original. So but God time has come God to prepare the final bride among the Gentiles and to mean to restore the Bible to what it was in the beginning so that they can go back to the Jews the way they gave us Amen. the way they gave us it must go back to them in the same way and because it was written by prophets the word of God comes to the prophets God has to raise a prophet among the Gentiles to restore all that that the Bible goes back the way it came are we together? That's why God had to send a prophet among the Gentiles. Are we together? So if you if you can see that, there is no way you can be helped. Praise God. So God had to send a to send a prophet among the Gentiles. One to restore the faith the way it was before it came here. Amen. Amen. And with the restored faith that he can have a bride. Remember he said to John, I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. I am the Alpha and Omega. So, the Alpha Bride was the book of Acts Church. And then the Omega Bride is us. And the Alpha Bride and the Omega Bride have to be the same. For his Alpha and Omega. Praise God. And then the rapture takes place. And then the Bible goes back to the Jews. This message is what the Jews will depend on to understand the Messiah. Amen. And then they will realize remember now all Israel today they are talking about the coming Messiah. But they have no idea who it is. But, but a few of them have begun now their eyes opening that the Messiah is Jesus Christ. Now, all of them, the elected Jews, their eyes will open and they know 
Jesus is the Messiah. And with that they will know that they crucified the very Messiah 2,000 years ago. And in the book of Zechariah, I believe it is verse 14. Ask him, Lord, where do you get these wounds? In other words, as he reveals himself to them, he will be having the wounds. And then he answers, In the house of my friends. So their eyes will open. Oh, Jesus is our God. He's our, he's our Messiah. Praise God. So this message is the restoration of the original faith that started in the New Testament church. Amen. No wonder uh, we look different. If Paul came today in Kampala, Kampala, I want to assure you, he cannot fellowship in any of these churches. He will come to the message church. Because this is the restorative faith of what he planted. Amen. Amen. If you cannot realize that, may the Lord help you. Amen. Amen. How can Paul go to a church where the pastor is a woman? When he said, let your women learn in silence with all subjection. For I suffer not a woman to teach nor to a supple throat over the man. How can Paul go to a church when you women are dressed up to here? They pump their breasts and pump their almost as if the breast wants to burst. And then they just put on half uh, clothes. They put on a mini clothes. They come on the pulpit and sing. How can Paul fellowship in such a church? Hey, this is the church which we began. That's not uh, the original Pentecost. Amina. Amen. In their church they say, do not uh, resemble like those. Let your women dress modestly. Amina. Amen. Then he said, If a woman worships God with an uncovered head, she ashamed her head. He said that it's shameful. He said that it's shameful for a woman to cut off her hair. 
How can he worship in such churches? When a woman has cut off her hair and she sprays it with curry powder and she paints herself and pumps the breasts and she pumps herself in tight clothes. And then she speaks in tongues. (laughs) She speaks in tongues. Then the pastor baptizes them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The whole thing is wrong. The whole thing is wrong. Is false. It has no similarity with the Bible. Pastor, come to your service. At the end of the service, the pastor sells to them anointing oil. To go with anointing oil. Apply this in your business. You, you apply this here. Your husband will not leave you. That's witchcraft. Amen. It has nothing to do with the Bible. That's witchcraft. It has no connection with the Bible. Can Paul fit in such a church? Paul Can Peter fit in that such a church? No way. But when God saw that, He said, I will send you a light in He will turn the heart of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smother the whole earth with a Praise God. Amen. Now, as He was with Moses. I didn't follow my notice. Uh, I mean, my, my, my notes. And I see time is gone. But the point is, the subject is, as he was with Moses, so will he be with you. And then the people say, if we see him, the way he was with Moses, and we see him with you, we shall obey. Praise God. So the fivefold ministry is Joshua. I want to say, not only to this congregation. I'm happy that many people follow here. They, they happen to to, 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 to to follow our services. But I want to say there is a group that don't believe that there should be preachers. They believe they should only listen to tapes. I want to say they are very, very, very wrong. Very wrong. We believe in listening to tapes of the prophet. 
Just like we believe in reading the Bible. But you cannot say the service should be just service Bible reading. Just because the Bible is so important and it is so pure and no one should no one should take away. So we can only read it. No. He sent preachers to read it and to preach it. Amen. So the message is like that. We read the message. We listen to the text. The word girl comes in us. And we preach it. And we leave it. Like Paul told his people. You are our episode. Living episodes. That are read. Of all men. So God is plan is that this restored word the restored word through this prophet this major prophet Amen. Amen. This restored word. Remember, I'm not regretting to say God sent a prophet in our age. I cannot be ashamed of that. I cannot regret of that. Let me lay a little bit. Let me go behind a bit and add this. I've said that even the stars are not equal. They are not equal. Even in uh, ages, ministries the zenkana. Our is at the zenkana. Ministries are not the zenkana. They are not equal. In this age, brother Bram Yagamba, brother Bram said In every age, God sends one uh, major messenger. Then, that major messenger, uh, after him there comes men faithfully taught then they take over that word but the trouble is these men they don't know the importance of speaking that thing only what that messenger spoke. You see that they add here and they add there. By the time you find that that message is no longer pure the other original one as the way how it came. Then the revival dies. Now what he does he sends another messenger. At one point Martin Luther was a messenger. John Wesley. John Wesley. Amen. Amen. So there are men who are faithfully taught. The mistake is that they are here and there, which we should not do. He said, "Stay what is on the tape. Stay with the tape teaching." Amen. 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 Because 
That is a message of the Holy Spirit. So you must stay with what the Holy Spirit brought. Don't add on anything. Don't take away anything. Let it stay as it was preached. We must be careful on that. Amen. Amen. So that is the order of God. So ngambi. I have seen uh, the stars are not equal. Amen? Amen. When there is a Moses, there is no another one like Moses in that age. Although he chose Joshua. Joshua. When there is Elijah, there is no another one like Elijah. Don't you see that Elijah had a double portion? But still, Elijah remains the ministry of Elijah more outstanding. Now listen, do you remember a, a, point, a point when Elijah called a showdown on Mount Carmel and then God proved to be God and Elijah to be his prophet. And when, when Jezebel heard about it, she vowed to, to remove, to behead him. He took off. Amen. Amen. And he fell under juniper tree. And then uh, he stayed there. He was waiting just for death. And then uh, from there, God encouraged him. He sent him to a cave. He stayed in the cave. Waiting for God. He said the wind passed. God was not in the wind. The fire passed. And there was no fire. And God was not in the fire. And then there came a still small voice. Spoke to him. And God was in that voice. The voice directed him. Go and anoint. Jehu. Jehu. To be king. Go anoint Elisha. He, there were three ministries that were anointed. And those ministries, they were to remain behind when Elijah is gone. And they were working under the ministry of Elijah. Elijah is gone, but they are a continuation. When you see Elisha, what do you see? It is the minister, he's working under the minister of Elijah. When you see Jehu, what do you see? Under the ministry of Elijah. And and the Jehu comes to the palace. And the first lady, when she heard that Jehu is coming, and is a man of the hour, she went and painted herself. And then she went up the balcony so that she can be appreciated by by Jehu. And Jehu orders who is on the Lord's side. 
push her down. That she crushes on the ground. That the dogs will eat her blood. To fulfill the word of Elijah. So they are working under the ministry of Elijah. They are prophecies. That Elijah left. But that must be fulfilled. And these ministries must fulfill it. But are they as major as Elijah? Elijah was just a peasant. And when he was called, he left everything and he followed Elijah. But he got a double portion. And he worked under the, the anointing. So is Jehu. Common people. Those who are not like Elijah. Elijah was taken without seeing death. Even now he is there. No death anywhere. And then his God liked that ministry so much that he has to use it five times. He sends it on John the Baptist. He sends it on John the Baptist. Okay. He used that spirit on Elijah. He used this on, jo- on Elisha. He used it on John the Baptist. He used it on William Branham. And he is yet to use it the fifth time of the two prophets that will rise in Israel. So you don't compare Elisha with Elijah. Elijah is a that ministry is higher. But then Elisha worked under double person of the same ministry. But talk about such major prophets. I want to give you, all past you some Testimony somewhere. On the ministry of Brother Branham. Brother Branham. Brother Branham. He was uh, disturbed so much. Sorcerers. Uh, troubled by the sorcerers. When he was even young. They would look at him. And they, because they are able to see the spirit. And they tell him there is something they are seeing around him that is not ordinary. One woman told him she was a fortune teller. Told him Sir do you know there is a sign following you? There is a big star following you. You are born under the sign. Brother Branham wasn't a Christian. And she had heard that before. Others who troubled him. And she said, he didn't want to be interested. It was irritating to him. And the woman followed him. And 
He said, uh, the day you were born, there was such and such a sign in the, in the sky. That sign appeared again when Moses was born. And when Jesus was born, I'm a type of a person like those wise men the magis that came came following the star where Jesus was born. I studied the the zodiac. So when the woman continued she she said I can even tell you the day you were born. Can I tell you? You were born 26. Is it 26? No. 6. You were born 6. April. And the year. He told him the year. 1906. And it was to the dot. To me that is phenomenal. Then Brother Branham tells her there was a, 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 a fisherman there. Now you tell us when this man was born. No, that one I can't tell. Can you tell us anyone here? No, no, no. Those others I can't tell. But for you, when you were born, there was a sign in the sky. The way Jesus it happened and the way Moses happened. Now, isn't that amazing? And to me, it's uh, very amazing. That here is a ministry. Here is a, is a minister. That... Uh, like Jesus was born and there were signs in the skies that the wise men could read. That's what happened when Moses was born and what happened when Brother Branham was born. That is a major ministry. That's why I'm saying a major prophet among the Gentiles. But now all the same God promises after this ministry. Amen. Amen. He raises Joshua and says, I'll be with you. The way he was with Moses. So, God's types and shadows don't die. It simply means just like with Elijah, just with Moses, even in this age, when the major messenger like that goes, there has to be a ministry of Joshua. Now, Joshua ministry is not one individual. There's no, there will never be one individual like uh, the whole church must look to that ministry. No. But Joshua in the age is the five 
fivefold ministry. What did Brother Bram say the fivefold ministry is? He said the fivefold ministry is God's dresswear. The fivefold ministry is God's address where. In other words, God comes to his people addressing Amen. putting on that ministry. He comes like uh, an apostle. He comes like an evangelist. He comes like a teacher. He comes like a pastor. I've been looking for the, for the quote. Now listen to what he said. Uh, now God fortified his army. Katonda iyanyweza ejerie what with nanyweza nechi himself neye yinyini Amen Amen Kat what is a fortress Bo echigochechi A fortress echigo is a place is a structure Chis, of protection Chintu eba chizimbe chazimbwa wa bukumi Protection. Where you run, and once it is closed, no enemy can penetrate. You are protected. That is a fortress. Amen. Amen. So God, in the beginning, gave Adam and Eve the word to be the fortress. And God has never changed his mind. God doesn't change his mind. God doesn't change his strategy. If in the beginning it was the word, it has to be the word all the time. If you keep this word, you will live. If you break it, you will die. So the word of God was God is Fortress in the beginning. And it is now. Praise God. The Lord is our defense. The Lord is our fortress. Then here come now. God fortified his army. Who are his army? You are his army. With what? With himself. In the form of prophets, apostles, teachers, pastors. What did he do? What was God doing? Listen. Did you ever think what the office of the church is? It is God's dress. 
inside dress e chambaro e chomunda an apostle era e omutume a prophet nabi asia a arabo sewa before Satan ever gets to it then then told it what is it god dressed up in his church these offices is god's dress wear when you see the those offices pastors, teachers, evangelists what is that? that is God's dress wear God's presence God's spirit working through man and if that office denies any of this word and if that office denies any of this word, then it is not God's dressing. No, not that. That's, that's that wolf in the sheep clothing. What that fellow, beware of him. But when he just takes that what the word says. Remember that is God. Because he is speaking his word. Ah. Amen. Katonda. God. He is the fortress of the church. God is the fortress of the church. When he is putting on a dressing wear fivefold ministry of the fivefold ministries. Omusumba, the pastor, apostle, the apostle, teacher, the teacher, prophet, the prophet, evangelist, evangelist. Those are God's dress wear. It's the presence of God. In other words, if God sends unto us a, a pastor, or an evangelist, or a prophet, or, or the prophet, or a teacher, or a teacher, it's God who would have come to us, are putting on fresh. That preacher is just a dress wear of God. Amen. Is God's dress wear. Amen. It would it is God who has come to us. Hallelujah. Amen. It's God who has come to us. But putting on a cloth. Because God is our fortress. And he is the word. And the word is the one which was given to Adam to be his fortress. Now the word comes in uh, through the apostle 
prophet through the prophet evangelist through the evangelist teacher the teacher pastor the pastor muoda teacher yasemba yo and when you arrange that order the teacher is the last one kati wajal na bule chigambo when he comes here and preaches the word or teaches the word tejwagamenti prophet bwa yogera told that if the prophet speaks aba he is protecting the church against what would have uh, come there is a court which I was reading I'm going to I have not preached what I had prepared to preach these ones have just come to me all of them if I, if I tell you what I had prepared, it's totally different. Kati. Now. Uh, apostle Gaburida. Um to me uh, when the apostle preaches. God has a way of how he uh, prepares him. The way how you see the soldiers of a nation. There are those soldiers who are on land, those in air, those on water. There are those who use big guns. There are those who use the small guns. Amen. Amen. Now, even God that's how he set his armies that the apostle when he's preaching he has some areas which he tightens in our lives he tightens those areas in our lives for Satan not to have anywhere to enter in us amen amen and when the evangelist preaches he also has the of how he, bring, he brings the word and he causes he causes uh, us he makes us to overcome Amen. He helps us to overcome where the devil would have defeated us Amen. Amen. When also the pastor preaches, that's how it becomes. I have told you of the one which has many markings. Okay, fine. Now, when the prophet preaches, his preaching, in it, uh, there is something uh, where there is where I say that God ha- shows me this, or God is showing me this. God has told me like this. That this is going to happen. God has showed me that this is going to come to pass. The prophet will say, that God has showed me that there is a woman who is going to come in this service. Uh, that quote says that the gift may call out and say that there is a woman who is going to come she's uh, mad. Tell the pastor 
at handling what and what and what. what. Handle it in such and such a way. You see, he's preparing the church against a danger that is that the devil is setting for the church. Amen. Amen. Over. Or maybe. Let me use the familiar quotes. Uh, like like this. Tell that says the Lord. There is going to be a great wind storm. He will pass through such and such a place. Let the brethren who live that place who live there tell them to live because that storm will throw homes in that place and many lives will perish. Amen. Amen. And then there are those who judge that it is the Spirit speaking. And when we know it's the Spirit of God speaking, those brethren in that place will relocate. And then the storm will pass. And lives which are not prepared will perish, but the believers will be saved. So, now, that ministry of the prophet it has protected the church Amen. against that problem. Amen. Amen. Suppose there is a brother or a sister who works in those places that were hit by a bomb. Last week and then the spirit of God speaks here. That says the Lord. Tell sister so and so. On Tuesday. Not to go to town. Because there is going to be danger. Where she works. Now. She obeys. She does not go on that particular day. That place where she works, a bomb, and then lives are lost. But the brother or sister is saved. Now, what has fortified her from that danger? It is the ministry of a prophet. So when a prophet is preaching, he has uh, an ability I know so to see visions, to have dreams, to hear voices, and he tells the church what is going to happen. And that's why, personally, I really believe that's the ministry. Those those are the gifts that the church needs. It is direct to a particular issue that we can be that we can prepare for or avoid 
This is going to happen. The ministry of the prophet in the it foretells and then prepares the church against a danger. Together. And by that, you are, pro- you are protected. The church is protected. You see? It's God is dressing said race. And a prophet a seer. For a seer. Before Satan ever gets to it. Dan told it. What is it? God rest up in his church. Before it Satan ever gets to it. Amen. Amen. That's a prophet. That this thing is going to happen. Then you are prepared for it. Then it takes press when you were prepared for it. That's the ministry of the prophet. Now he's a preacher. Fivefold ministry, then he must be a preacher. But some sisters or brothers who are used as uh, prophets or prophets, or with gifts of prophets. There's a difference between a prophet and having a gift of prophecy. But then that is how it helps the church. Then other ministries, an apostle, no a prophet, a seer, see before the Satan gets to it. What is it? God dressed up in his church. These offices is God's dress wear. When you see those offices, offices, Pastors, teachers, evangelists. What is that? It is God's dresswear. God's presence. God's spirit. Working through man. Now, we have described longer the office of a prophet. But not all offices of the five is prophet. Although the Bible says, the testimony of Jesus Christ, the spirit of prophecy. And Brother Bram said, a New Testament minister is a preach, is a prophet. In this aspect, that when he takes the word under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he is describing situations uh, that are in your life by the word and also foretells what is going to happen by the preaching of the word. How many times have you come to church and the preacher preaches and looks as if he knows what you did? And you think he's talking about you. He has no idea about you. And also he tells what is going to happen by taking the word. Now, through all that, 
God is fortifying his church. With himself. Through these ministries. There is an apostle. There is a there is a prophet. There is an evangelist. There is a pastor. There is a teacher. God is presence. God is spirit. Working through man. Now, what I am saying, it is very wrong. Anyone to teach that. There is no need to preach the message. But to listen to the text. Listen what it says here. And if that office denied any of the, denies any of this word. Then it's not God is dressing. It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. What that fellow? Beware of him. But when he just takes what the word says. Remember that's God. Because he is speaking his word. So what is this preacher here doing? The true preacher. The true preacher. He is speaking God's word. Now when you say. That we should just press play. Press play. And that's all about the service. Which that is okay. If the pastor is led. If the pastor is led. To do that once in a while. But if that's all the way to approach the message. Then you are in direct contradiction to this. These ministries, they are God's dresswear. He said when he just takes that, the word, what the word says, and he's speaking his word. You see? He's speaking the word of God. Go to Revelation 10. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven with an open book. Who is that angel? The Lord Jesus Christ. Right? That is the angel of the Lord. You know the Bible calls him the angel of the Lord? He comes down with an open book. And with a rainbow on his head. And as he comes seven thunders utter their voices. And John says as uh, I was about to write. When the seven thunders uttered. I was told write them not. 
but sell them. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when it shall begin to, to sound, the mist of God should be finished. And then that angel, the Bible says, he stepped his foot on the land and on the sea. And a voice spoke to John. Go to the angel. And take the book. Right? John is, an, is an, in, a, in a vision. He's seeing all that. Do you know he was seeing this end time ministry? That's what he was seeing. When God told him, Take the book. This is a vision. But he was showing, God was showing John, the bride in the last days will be inspired to the book, to take the book. From the hand of the angel. Who is the angel? The Lord Jesus Christ. And you take the book, the open book, because flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But it has been revealed by my Father which is in heaven. And upon this rock I build my church. So John goes, he takes the book, and then he was instructed, eat the book, eat the book, he ate the book, and how after eating it, he was instructed. No, okay, first, before that, John testifies. He says, the book as I ate it, can you imagine eating the book? He ate the book. And when he ate the book, he said it was sweet in the mouth like honey. But in the belly, it was bitter. What does that mean? This message, when you're eating it here, it is sweet. There is a brother, I will never forget his testimony. But then it is similar to mine. He said the day he got the seven church ages, the message book, the book, seven church ages, he said he read the book. He didn't want anything to disturb him. And he wanted he didn't want to stop reading until he has finished. And he read it through the night. And somewhere in the night, he got a basin and put water. And he put his feet in the water because he didn't want to doze as he's reading. It was so sweet. He wants to add another page. What happens? What? That is what John saw. The book was sweet in the mouth. Like honey. But in the belly, it was bitter. What does that mean? To leave this message. It is not all that sweet like honey. It is bitter. Amen. 
their persecutions, their rejections, you squeeze yourself in the narrow way. You part with the pleasures of the flesh to fit into the message. It is bitter when it comes to be digested that you leave. Amen. Amen. But after that all, then he was told prophesy again. What are you prophesying? You are prophesying from the book that you have eaten. You must prophesy again unto the nations and kindred and tongues. Amen. Amen. That is when now this minister of the fivefold ministry under the spirit of the Lord he is preaching and speaking the word of God that he ate. And he must stay with the word. Because he ate pure word, he will speak pure word. Now that is the order. That is the will of God. Praise God. Speaking his word. Now if you tell us to just press play every service, we just come and press play. How does an apostle press play different from an evangelist? How does a pastor press play different from a teacher? That is just a plan of the enemy trying to disarm the bride. Amen. That is a, 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 a disarmament plan from the enemy. Brother, sister, there is a ministry for you to carry forth the God of Elijah he wants to be in your life and the same spirit of Elijah acting through the bride he wants to use your hands he wants to use your mouth he wants you to prophesy again under the fivefold ministry and the true fivefold ministry will teach and will preach nothing but what they have eaten from the angel not adding their own interpretation 
And when they do that, the same anointing, the same Holy Spirit that was upon Moses will be upon Joshua. I'll be with you. I will never forsake you. And then, the officers in the time of Moses they tell Joshua, if we see God with you, the way he was with Moses, we will obey. Wherever you send us, we shall go. Whatever you instruct us, we shall do. We want to see the same God with you. That is the challenge. Because the same God must be with a fivefold ministry. The same pillar of fire. Amen. The other week I told you a minister who went and and became chaotic that he is fighting the ministry. Brother Branham. That's a minister. One time I was preaching in his church. Some of you, you saw that video. And as I was preaching, it was my first time to sit that way. I was with a brother, was with Brother Katale. And as I was preaching, I was preaching in the in the message and quoted the the seven golden candlesticks how Jesus walks in the midst of the the church and how the church lights by the anointing by oil in this bowel which is the Holy Spirit and as I touched on that Holy Spirit Brother Katale saw the pillar of fire flash in the church. And he went and picked the phone in the car. He picked my phone, it was in the cake, when I opened and my iPhone. He came and started filming the service. Then the service was over. I was in my room, my hotel room in the morning, towards morning. And as I opened my phone, then I saw this video that Katana had taken on the service. I played it. As I played it, God is my witness. You are my witnesses. You saw that clip. The pillar of fire. We amber color as we know the pillar of fire, the color of the pillar of fire. When I mentioned the Holy Spirit in the church, it moved from behind the prophet like this. It moved like And when I saw that, I've never seen that before in my ministry. I called Katale. Do you know what? 
the clip you took there is a pillar of fire brother Katarina said I know I ask how do you know he said by the time I came to take it I first saw it with my naked eyes praise God what does that mean and then then that means I told me later on that God had vindicated his ministry also. Because in his church it was the first time to cut the pillow of fire. What does that show? There are innumerable testimonies that we can say the way God moved with Moses. He is moving with Joshua. Amen. The way he moved with Brother Branham. He is moving with a bride. Amen. Praise God. What can I say? People have seen the pillar of fire. Here. People have seen the angel of the Lord. Here. Not only here. I'm not just exalting this ministry. I'm talking about the message of the hour. The end time of ministry. Seeing the pillar of fire. Seeing the angel. Amen. Even on this pulpit, many people, several times, once in a while they testify, having seen the angel of the Lord standing here. Praise God. Sometimes in the form of the pillar of fire. Not only that, miracles. Miracles have taken place in this ministry. Great miracles. God healing cancers. God healing epilepsy. Tumors disappearing. People who have been Recently I was giving brother a testimony. There's a sister who was seated here one time. She had suffered with her back so many times. Right from Barara she was a visa. And as the service was going on. And as I was praying. She said she she felt a sweep go over her. One of these days we shall get our testimony. And that was the end of the testimony. I mean that was the end of the back problem. Sometimes we have not even prayed. Sometimes the service is going on. And then the presence of God is there healing people. What is that? The same angel. The same Lord Jesus Christ. He the same yesterday, today and forever. Amen. Praise God. He's the one who started this third exodus. And he's the one still leading it. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake. He is the same yesterday and forever. You cannot tie him to one man and leave him there. The way God uses a message of the age 
is an example of how he wants to use the bride of that age. The main thing is not the individual. But why did that individual come? Let me ask you. The great thing is it John the Baptist or the church? The most important is it Eliezer or Rebecca? Rebecca. Amen. The important thing is it Moses or the church of Israel? Why did God come down? Was it because of Moses or because of the church? Why was Eliezer there? Um, uh, was it because of Eliezer or because of Rebecca? So in this age, why do we say that God sent Elijah? What's the most important thing? Is it Elijah? Oh, the home that Elijah came to prepare. Where is God's interest? God's interest is unto the bride. The bride. If God leaves the bride and he does not work with the bride and he just stops on the vessel then the purpose is lost. But God cannot lose his purpose. He is here. He is leading the bride until every one of us has taken his position. I know there are so many false teachers and so many preachers in the message. But amidst all that there is a true God called God inspired fivefold ministry who dividing the word of God who are rightly dividing the word of God they are faithfully taught and they are speaking as they have learned from the messenger and the Holy Spirit is following and is vindicating that what they are preaching it is the same message of the hour Amen Blessed be the name of the Lord. And God will be with them the way he was with the messenger until the end of the journey. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to end here the first service. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us turn on our feet. Do you believe that? Amen, amen. Do you believe the Lord is here? Amen. I feel like Moses. When he said, If you will not go with us, we will not go. What does it profit us? To go on. Go, saying, God was with us. God was with Moses. Across the Red Sea. 
or across Jordan. But here at Jericho, he's not with you. I want to inform you that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is with us. And in these days, that is why we emphasize that you must be filled with the Holy Ghost. You must be filled with the power of God. You must walk with God. And the signs and wonders must be manifested and minister the bride as it was. Brother Branham said, I desire to see a church and he said that church is on its way coming and he said Lord help me that I may live long to be able to see that church that was a wish that was a prayer but he wished to see a church that can demonstrate the power of God the way it was in his life how will she manifest the power of God to eat this word and, and to live the life of chino. the word and the word be made flesh in you. And as you walk with that word the same Holy Spirit will be in your life doing the same work. Praise God. When they crossed Jordan, they found a, a, a man, a soldier, leaning on the walls of Jericho with his sword. And then Joshua, you know, he asked him, Who are you? Are you for us? Or you're for our enemies? Why did he ask him that? He must have looked at non-ordinary soldier. So he wants to know he's either for us or he's on the side of the enemy. That man introduced himself to Joshua. He said, I am the captain of the hosts of the Lord. Praise God. And Brother Brown said that man there was the pillar of fire made flesh. In other words, I have been with you all along. I opened the Red Sea for you. I've been fighting your battles in the form of the pillar of fire. Now he's made flesh. And at that time, Moses was not around. But the same pillar of fire was still with him. Church, you are redeemer. You are leader. The end time leader is not a man. It is the angel of the Lord. It is the pillar of fire. You are, you are not following flesh and blood. You are following supernatural God. 
is the supernatural angel that we are following. Our eyes are on that supernatural being. It is on the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God! Like John said, he must, I must decrease. He must increase. Who? The Lord Jesus Christ. Even John of the Bubs of this age must decrease. And the Lord Jesus Christ must increase. Praise God. Amen. I'm not saying that the fanatical way. Of those who say they no, then they no longer need the, e, the e, and the books and to follow his no, authority. No. Neda. But the bride of Jesus Christ must put his, their eyes on Jesus. The same yesterday, today, Lero, and forever. He's the one who will take away your sickness. He's the one who will fill you with the Holy Spirit. He's the one who will fill you, give you victory over this insane age. Amen. Amen. By the quickening power. Oh Lord, send that power. Fill the bread with that power. Come and fill this vessel with your presence. Praise God. For a quick shot. And he's here. He's here to fill you. He's here to heal you. Who? And Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ. The Son of the Living God. He's here. To anniversary to anniversary. And an enemy to an enemy. Fear not, little flock. For it's your Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Can you lift up your hands as you close your eyes and worship the Lord? Amen. Worship the Lord. He's here to touch you. He's here to heal you. He's here to set you free. Jesus Christ is the revealed word. And the revealed word is not word of a man. It's the inspiration of Jesus Christ. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ in the church as the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the revealed word is your husband. Speak to him this afternoon. Touch the hem of Jesus' garment. He's still a healer. He still raises the dead. He still delivers the oppressed. He still fills with the Holy Ghost. As he was, he's still the same. And he will be forevermore.
have full preeminence, Lord. Have full preeminence in the bride. Lord, take all the world out. Take everything that is contrary out. Take all the world out. Take every sin out. Take every habit out, Lord. And have full preeminence, Lord God. Father, Lord, we believe you. We put our hope in you. Our faith in you. You're the same yesterday. Today and forever. Lord Jesus Christ. We give you glory and we give you honor. May you move, Lord God, in our midst, Lord. May you heal the sick. May you deliver the oppressed, Lord. Meet every need, Lord God. Every need, Lord Jesus Christ. Every spiritual need. Every physical need. We need your presence, Lord. Your presence to go with us, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Have your way, Lord. <laughs> 